Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. of Kevin Body Wilson. It's Hump Day. Swanee and friends, Samantha Riches and Dane Swan. Hello, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. How are we? Well, oh, well. Dane, how are you coping, Dane? With the footy over, it never started. Enthusiastic. Um, yeah, the COVID Cup over for the pies. Um, ah, well, it's all right. Um, it would be nice to see them keep going, obviously, because that means I have a vested interest in the footy. But, um, you know, it was their time to go. Um, quite selfless of them. It like sure was. Dane, um, well, exactly. Like, did you watch the game? The selfless act from a great club, like just deciding that they wanted to win a premiership at the MCG in front of their home fans. Mm. Um, not many other clubs could say that, um, but, you know, um, it's just, just why they're such a magnificent club. No doubt. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll obviously talk a bit more about the footy, but yeah. you're starting to affect me personally, Dane. Oh, I've got to say. Yeah. Well, so I'm listening to the radio this morning. I, I generally listen to... Uh, to I wasn't on it. No, you went on it. I was listening to three... I generally listen to Ross Stevenson and Russell Howcroft on 3AW and flick to the hot breakfast with Eddie and what time do you get? What time do you get up in the morning? What time do you wake up in the morning? Six. Every, every day. Is that course? That's something to do with horses or just? No, no, just the discipline of my work. So, <laughs> what's your work? Grow the whole doing like oh, yeah, and that. up and about, and then I'll cook my kids' breakfast, and away we go. Okay. So, okay. it's nicer when they can leave the house, but we'll get to that too. But anyway, <laughs> so, and Sam, I need you to go on this one first. So, so on, on the AW boys, they're talking about how a, a, a an area like a country or a, or a suburb or a state, can be linked to something apart from their own place. So, for instance, Sam, if I said to you Hawaiian, what would you say? From Hawaii. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, more. What's what he said? Or Hawaiian shirt. Right, yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool. Football. A soccer club. Yeah. Yeah, but, but an action or something. So Liverpool kiss, a headbutt. Uh, yeah, 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 I know what that is. Yeah, it's an Australian. If I said swimming technique, Australian crawl. 
No, I probably wouldn't say that one. Wouldn't have said that? No. <laughs> what about if someone twists your, twist your forearms either way? Oh, Chinese bear. Well, I'm not saying that because that's racist. Oh, fuck. I know, I know, surely that's not oh, racist. Oh, I, just, I just said it out loud. Am I racist? I don't know. Isn't it? Sam, you look like a tennis ball on my on my app here. Is that, <laughs> can, oh, you're, you're a tennis ball. That that is in celebration of Dylan Alcott's eleventh Grand Slam win at the French Open. No, oh, it, fantastic, absolutely. No, I don't know why I'm a, I'm a tennis ball. I can see all. <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, you you look like a tennis ball. Room. That's fine. Listen, I'll survive. So, getting back to it, Russian. Well, wow. we said Russian. I've, Russian hookers. I've, stop! I was going to say vodka. Or thinking Russian roulette. Russian roulette, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So they're doing it amongst themselves and they're getting talkback calls on it. They go, right, and they'll say the name of the place. And they go, Dutch. <gasps> yeah, what'd you say? Rudder? Well, that, <laughs> that's not what I'm just listening to it. But that, that's not what the talkback caller said. No, he went no. off. Dutch auction. What's so a, du- what's a Dutch auction? Didn't they miss some opportunities there, Dane? A Dutch Austin. Austin. Oh look, well, I hope. No, what time? Boston. I was gonna say what? Or Cleveland? Um, <laughs> what time? What? What time? Or a couple of Melbourne ones? What time is this on in the morning? No, this is just at seven thirty. But I just thought, my uh, God, they really went down the path that we we wouldn't have. I Meanwhile, so it, up, so it made the Canadian handshake. Have you? Did we ever? I, we got the Canadian handshake, didn't we? No, is that a uh, Urban Dictionary thing, or is that? A, it is. <laughs> Okay. So my reading and that's what I'm doing. I I just literally looked had to look at the computer and see if we're actually recording because I've no fucking idea where this show's gone already. What are we talking about? You're a tennis ball, Sam, so <laughs> um a Canadian handshake is jacking someone off with a hockey glove lathered in maple syrup. <laughs> so say um Wow Let's get a Get a bit sticky, wouldn't it? <laughs> but, um, Four minutes fifty-eight. Hey, hey, hey! Not going to Canada anytime soon. Well, just not going. Fucking not going out my front door anytime soon. But I think the maple syrup would probably take a while to clean up. Wow! You have to go straight to the shower. You would think. Is that something, Dave? Dan, is that something you'd like hockey. to try? Like some of these things obviously would be intriguing to some people. Would the Canadian handshake, would that be something you'd be interested well, in trying? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I've never put a hockey glove on, so I'm not exactly sure what the grip's like. Right. I, I gather the, the the maple syrup would make it slightly more lubricated. In saying that, maple well, syrup's I'll, not I'll, quite as sticky I'll as say, honey. So yeah, I'd say, say it'd have the opposite effect to lubrication. I think it'd like it'd... Hard, well, it's hard enough. Well, that's probably the wrong phrase, but I don't think it would be as fluid. <laughs> um, but actually, while we're on that subject, um, <laughs> on what before subject? we, oh well, I don't know off, off the subject. Um, did anyone catch the doco on Vice on about swingers on <laughs> Saturday or Sunday night, whatever no. Sunday night I think it was, Well, last night maybe, or fucking one of the last couple of nights. No one caught no, it. Oh well. Enlighten us. They're they're a peculiar bunch. <laughs> I can um, imagine. But no, oh, no. It was just like you know, I was we're just getting ready for bed, and 
I was just flicking through, like looking for a Seinfeld or just something <laughs> random just to flick on before, you know, we watch whatever show we actually wanted to choose. And I was on, I was like, oh, fuck, I'll give it a look. Um, like, it's it's for all it's for all types. Let me tell you, um, like a, there was like an eighty year old man who hosted it, and like an eighty year old man who was hosting it, and then and one second, this, like next, can I jump in there? When you say an eighty year old man hosted it, do you mean as in he just did the presenting, as in like welcome to the no, swingers no, he, party, he, or was like he participating? He hosted, he, he hosted the he hosted the swingers um, party or the get together, whatever it was. So it just had everyone um, over, or did he also like? Was he like no, head he, participant? He, he get involved. He had. A, he, okay. I think I should have took a photo of it. He had a singlet on. Viagra yeah. is for pussies. So I thought that was um, that wasn't yeah. a bad singlet. And then the, then I went to like this this couple, um, and they grabbed and they 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 got some pretty like good access, which I was surprised about, which I'll go into. But um, like, so you're, are you saying that people, people who are swingers are naturally more shy and and it's a surprise? Well, 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 that's, well. Let me tell you, they are certainly not fucking more shy. Um, <laughs> no, but it's like I don't, I don't know. Like people, everyone has their own like not a secret, but everyone has their own kinks, I guess, and whatever gets them off or whatever makes them happy, whatever it is. And I just was. You know, fair enough. They want to be on the tally talking about their lives, and that's great. Yep. But then, so they had this one couple that went in um, to like their home, and they were talking about, you know, they're they were shy, but you know, this brings them out. This that's a safe space and all that kind of stuff that brings them out, which is, you know, I totally get. And they put out the wine, and I was thinking, oh yeah, um, well we we love to drink wine. They went, she, he flipped it upside down and go, yeah, we tried this last night. Like, and the bottom end, you go, we go that to inside her. Yeah, so we're going to try something a bit bigger next. What? So I was like, so I was like okay, that's, that's fucking odd. <laughs> then then we had like a 68-year-old woman who looked every bit of 68. Oh. Um, and she was, I, wrote, I tried to write it down. She was like, um, she goes, I just love watching guys suck each other's cocks. Um <laughs> And that, it was. It was. It was so peculiar. And then she was showing us. She was showing us her bed where they all, um, where they all get it on. And and then she went to. She went to this. She is. She's called a um, single girls who go to those things are called unicorns. No. <laughs> right. Because because it because it does like single girls go to those things because usually, you know, it's couples now. So unicorns are apparently they're rare. So she was a unicorn. They were interviewing her, and mate, some of the shit that was coming out of her mouth was. I mean, I, I, we ended up watching the thing. It was. It was <laughs> Where are you brilliant. taking that sentence? <laughs> oh well, no. She was just like, just they were like, what are you hoping to get out of the night? She's like, oh, you know, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Because she's obviously getting on in life. She's fucking nearly seventy, so she's had a, a she's had a good go of it. Um, and then she was just like, oh well, I'm just you know hoping to suck it in, get me pussy licked, and that's about it. <gasps> So and, and have multiple orgasms. It's good to yes. have. It. So oh, um, no. it was peculiar, and mate. And then like they had this communal spa, which they all get in. And they all, mate, the cum that must be floating around in that is oh. fucking absolutely outraged by the end of the night in the sheets. Can but, I can I ask Jane? You talked a little bit there about <clears throat> um, access, and you said you'd go into it. Where's the Where's the line that's drawn from documentary to porn? Well. No, well, well, let me get, let me, let me finish, and then you can ask any questions you want. 
So then, look, they go in and they have, look, you know, I understand it's, you know, it's a safe space so, you know, women feel, what you know, safe doing what they want in life. There's food and stuff there. Like they eat, they eat, have a good meal, then they drink, they drink, and then they get to know each other. And obviously, you go in and do whatever you want. And I was saying, like at the buffet, like, like when do you go to the buffet? Like, oh, eating, like at the Bay Marie, just grabbing some sausages out of the, put it on your plate. Oh, excuse me, so you've got some cum dripping down your leg. You're gonna, have to do, there's no, uh, no, open, no open cum allowed near the buffet. Like. Well, it's just outrageous. So, excuse me, love. You're gonna have to give it, give your give your mouth a wipe there. You got a little, little bit coming out. Um, just can we get? Well, we need a face washing near the baked beans. We need a face washing near the baked beans. And they come out and give your face a wash. Um, Ralph, is, you guys can't That's see us, amazing. but Ralph is actually crying. Right? <laughs> oh, aren't you curious about what goes on at the buffet and like? If you're finishing like really quickly and everyone's having a good time, you just fucking walk out and go have some more eggs and toast and just do your thing. And, um, but and how much hygiene, as you say, is required at a buffet after sort of going, going probably be on the exactly. hygiene? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure um, you want to be rummaging through the mushrooms uh, with your hands just trying to oh. get it out. But, um, but then, and they're all saying like how. And then they actually they showed vision of people in the spa and that. It's, it's so awkward. Like, people are like, just getting it on. Like, in the middle of the spa, people were sitting around drinking. And then I assumed that they'd be fucking, like, crazy and they'd be doing the most random stuff. And so I might get a couple of tips here. You might see these swingers just doing fucking, you know, backflips and all this kind of crazy stuff that they all have to do. And it was, it was actually quite boring. It was just, I was like, huh. Oh. I was expecting, like, fireworks, but but it really wasn't. But, um... But listen, and then, you know, then at the end, obviously, a couple of them, you know, talked to you. You know, they had problems growing up, so they felt safe, which I, can, you know, which is completely, I completely understand, and, and it's fair enough. But um, it's a wild world. The uh, judging, no, you don't. Pardon? You're not judging. No, absolutely not. I, I, mean, I fucking encourage it. Do what you want. I have no issues with anyone. Um, but wow. I tell you what, it was a. There was a whole array of people there. There was a couple of not bad ones. There was a couple of. Oof. Good luck, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a fucking, it was a crazy hour. Um, was it a local production? Because I reckon you struggle no. to get away with some of those things in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was, it was still in the UK. Didn't hide their faces, like um, well, they sh- and then they started to show people like not rooting, but well, they did. Yeah, I guess it was um, like five or six on the bed, and um. Yeah, it looked like a wild place. It was, it was interesting, but um, yeah, the buffet had me, um, and like, where, like, you put your jocks back on or something like that. You don't want, like, you know, or just put your titties back in a bra. You don't want a nipple slipped into the baked beans or something like that. You're bending over to to grab something or. And what's the food of choice at, at, a, at a buffet? Uh, at a, nah, it looked okay. It looked okay. I think. Um, Something no, it was, or, nah, no, it was other thing. It was heavy. It was like meaty and stuff. I was like, well, you need your protein. Well, what, you don't want to be a big Mexican or Indian feast because that'd be uh, in the middle of a oh, in the middle of a orgy. You don't want to have to <laughs> run to the bathroom because you've had some fucking, you know, I don't know, you've had some goat curry that's gone straight through you or something like that. Well, I'm not sure, but you know what? Maybe some, you know. 
there's fucking people out there that are probably they're into that. Like, I want you to shit in a nappy and stuff like that, and like, you know, get into it. So, um, but it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a wild ride. Um, but um, yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun to watch. So wow. yeah, Cheap fun memory for me, though, because. Late 80s, I'm a tradie, and that was always just before bed. So, you know, I had five ch- ch- channels back then, you know. So yeah. the last thing before bed, you just put on SBS because occasionally, geez, they could sneak through a good documentary. Yeah, yeah. I was probably just, I was probably just a bit before my time. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but you know, you got to find. So, yeah, so if you see it, it was on Vice Land or Vice or something like that, Swingers, it was called. Cool. Um, well, they, they did the ecosexual stuff. Did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. so, what a channel. That's where we got all our content. I dare say that's where Urban Dictionary gets a lot of their content from too, by yeah. the sounds of that documentary. They might sue us. I didn't see any Blumpkins though, but they fucking very well may have been. Um, there were some loose people there, yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know what we are talking about before, but that made me think of that. Yeah, very good. I the, don't um, actually know either. That was a wild ride in itself. The, uh, oh, the six, and the sixty-year-old lady was like sixty-eight-year-old lady was like, oh, I'm talking about like how, like some people, oh, yeah, wait, we don't want to talk about that. It was um, oh. it's giving me nightmares. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you just say to yourself halfway through a statement? Oh, well, um, I didn't really know where I was going with this. So I was like, it's fucking better to be. Or just look. Well, I don't want to give you nightmares either. We've learned. <laughs> We've learned along the way. Um. Not talking politics, but I just want to bring up something because I just think it's something that for us in our private life, and that's this. So the the Labor Party put up something you know, over the weekend that Daniel Andrews did a hundred consecutive media conferences as mm. an achievement. Mm. What a waste of time that is. Well, yeah, but I just thought, wouldn't that be good if we if we're what type of things would you post for your non-achievement achievements? You know what I mean, like well. I think you'd be you should be able to post three days off Twitter, but you mm. wouldn't be able to do it. But I think you have to post I mean, it. it'd be an achievement if you did. Yeah, well, it never happen. It never happen. Post your footy career. What what achievements did you? Because like you were saying, when you had the interlock, little little yeah, little, yeah, little wins. Yeah, yeah. I reckon they're the type of things that could something we could kick on with this. Um, make banners for ourselves. Oh, fuck, fine, Ralph. Have you got something for me? Yeah, this is a question without warning, but um, yeah. mopping skills when you actually my what skills? Mopping, mopping. Yeah, oh, I still need to do that a hundred days in a row. I'll get stuck. No, not a hundred days in a row, but just when you nail it, you know, because you've often said Taylor doesn't give you enough credit for when you actually. Well, do work. well, the thing, well, the thing is, Ralph, Dan hasn't nailed any of it, so like it should be when you fuck up because he's been useless. <laughs> um. Yeah, my, my my little wins are few and far between than they're off, I must admit. There's well, a it's hard to get a win. Like, one up. Your, hang, your hangovers, that's it, though. Your hangovers, that finished. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, 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 that's also not a little win. <laughs> when, uh, when, when, I, when I have a win on the punt, maybe, which is fucking few and far between, but if I would, it's at sports bet, obviously. It's where I, it's where I oh, get, send all my money, all the money they pay me, and go straight back to them. <laughs> Yeah. What's your win? Uh, I don't know what my win would be. Like Dane said, it's kind of hard to find a little win at the moment. We're not really allowed to do much, would it? Actually, last night for the first time, this is very un. Oh, 
I was going to say it's very unwomanly, but then that's a sexist comment against myself. I could never cook couscous. And last night I fucking nailed couscous for the first time in my life. I'm, that's a little win there. Like, as in, like, I royally fuck it up every time. And last night I actually, you're not going to believe it, I read the instructions for the first time in many years of fucking it up. And I, oh, I cooked the best couscous ever. Perfect. Nailed. There's my win. Um, but probably, I don't know, I'm... The only real win, so I can probably think of now is probably know, mm, knowing the difference between a fart and a shark. <laughs> Maybe that. Um, like, don't you don't you think that there's a win, that's a win? Like Ralph, when you and Sam, obviously, like when you try and press the issue and just maybe just a little, you know, you don't want the moisture to come out, and well, when you actually successfully. Um, avoid it. I when think that's get... a little win. That's about the only little wins I can get. What when, when you, you get a fart away? Someone else in the room, no one else notices that you did. That, that's a little win. Yeah, but well, you can't only do it at home. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's probably a little win. Apart from that, um, we can't do much else, can we? Very good. Uh, yeah, did, uh, did we do we make money out of the NBA? Uh, uh, what a, what a, no, I took the. I thought the Lakers would smash them, but I've been on the. I've been on the under. I backed the unders every single game in the play in the finals this year, in this series, and I decided to take the over for some stupid reason. But and I had the Lakers at the line into the over, but no eleven. But I took the Lakers eleven plus into the over, but it didn't happen. Um, so no, I didn't win any money. The short answer. So if I had, I would have won in a sports bet. Of course. Where's um where's your fitting now, LeBron for you? Um oh he's at right at the seat of the table with Jordan. It's very, very hard to argue with. Um uh, really it's bad it's like it's very hard to compare eras, isn't it? Um I read somewhere uh today on Twitter that they should be calling him the GOAT G O T E, greatest of their era instead, because um oh, it's very, very hard to compare eras, but um Jordan was obviously unbelievable, and, and LeBron's right there with him. And, you know, if you wanted one game, if you wanted one, if you had one game, get, if there was a game seven to be played, and you wanted one person, you'd probably take Jordan. But so whether that means I'm saying he's better, maybe. But LeBron's probably a better all-round player. Do I don't think, know if that makes sense. But do you think that um, Michael Jordan, comparatively to the rest of the players, was like the difference between him? And the next best player was slightly larger than the difference between LeBron and his next best player. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. Like, did Jordan um, shine a little bit more? Thanks for your question, you... Sam. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, and now, now Ralph's frozen on my phone, on my um, on my computer, and, and Sam's a tennis ball, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> Going uh, well here in the studio. It's hard to know. Um, but, yeah. No, not really. Um, I think LeBron, you know, people can argue anyway, but LeBron's a fair way ahead of everyone else, I think. He's, mind you, he's fucking 35. Mm. But, um, how many games did you play? I'm not being smart. Uh, how many, I played 258. Uh, how, many, how many good ones? Do you want to know? About uh, 250. No. Okay. I do stay my lane on that one. But the, um, so that means he's played more playoff games than you played games. 260. Yeah, but mate, they play 82 know, games a year. Unbelievable. And he's never... Oh, yeah, it's incredible. Never missed a playoff game either. No, he's, mate, he's got... He's got a, 
I think Mark Jackson said it. Said it. He's going to probably he'll go down as having the best career numbers wise easily. He's going to be number one in points. So he's going to be number one in assists or number two in assists. Number he's in rebounds and that. But finals, like it's been fifty-one finals, NBA finals games of the last decade. And he's been in forty-five of them. So whether you like him or not, I sway on it. But it's hard. Very, very hard to deny his greatness. And he's going to have the best record on paper of all time. Why do you sway just, on him? Just keeps fucking put. What? Why do you sway on him? What sways him? Well, he annoys him? me sometimes. Personality-wise? Or game style? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just maybe to be contrarian sometimes when people are saying he's a good I might just pop up an argument just for the sake of it. <laughs> but when you, um, like, he's not the best scorer of all time, but he's, you know, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know why. Just to be different, sometimes I would imagine. So but I'm, under no allu- I'm under no illusion. He's the greatest player in the league by a fair way, you'd say. You cigared it afterwards. Did you cigar after your premiership? Uh, no. no. Not a big, not a big cigar man or a cigarette man. Never done found, for me. I did notice that, and I found it interesting. And we've often talked about the comparison of. American athletes and what they get up to, particularly when we were talking about the Jordan documentary and how they all kind of celebrated on the road and in between and how our boys aren't even allowed to have a beer with their family during the year without being scrutinised. But looking at those pictures of the boys lighting up cigars and and drinking and all that around the press conferences was quite – I found it quite amusing. Could you imagine if whoever wins the Who Cares Cup over here, as you've coined the term there, Dane, could you imagine them rocking up to the post-match presser with a cigar hanging out of their mouth? How do you reckon that would go down with uh, the likes of the Herald Sun? Uh, um, oh, I hope it would go down okay because they've just won the flag. So you would expect it to go down right, but, but who knows in this current climate. Um, you did it in Melbourne, yeah. you'd get shot, wouldn't you? Uh, cigars are obviously traditionally American, aren't they? Like, yeah. I don't know. Does anyone smoke cigars in Australia? Is, it, is that a thing? I'm not yeah. sure. Um, I don't really know. I don't really hang around people or hang around anyone that smokes cigars, to be honest. I've been out so with some of your mates that smoke cigars. Have you Sorry. ever been to Siglo in the city? Yeah, all the time, but they just smoke darts. Oh. Well, they might smoke the odd cigar, but, like, it's not like people, we go we go for a drink, I fucking love a ripper cigar. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. But I uh, got a message here from a friend of ours. Oh. <laughs> G-Train, metal nomination. Man fights off shark. Stitches up her leg, goes to the pub. Wow. It's not bad, is it? Where did he do this? I have a friend who sent it to us. No. I don't know. I know he sent it to me in the same message, Ralph. As you can see, it's a group chat. <laughs> Very nice. Right up. Now, 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 just talk me through your shock with Collingwood uh, from not just the great of the club, but someone who actually, when you feel like talking about it, you give good insight. Sometimes you can just have a shit night, can't you, and not be pathetic and insipid and all those other... Yeah, well, that was, well that's probably, that's probably, that probably were, all of that, I guess. But um, I'll tell you, I was right on one thing. I told you it was going over. <laughs> I said I love the under, so I went over. I told you that. So I hope everyone just crunched the over. Um yeah, yeah, that was just shit. But I'd have been on the piss all day. I'd been on the piss all day watching the races on my own, of course. So um, by the time I got to the footy, we'd, we'd had a decent day, so I was going okay. But my days, my night, I hardly watched. Like it was on, 
but you know, it was just like they were never a chance. So it was kind of like, yeah, you was know, just in the background. I was just, um, you know, just carrying on with just my missus. That's it. Um, of course. So, mate, yeah, they just had a turn. They couldn't get their hands on it. They got smacked early, and that was the game. And they're short in quarters. If you, um, they just, they didn't look like it, and the four last four flattered them. Um. Yeah, they were done. Whether now whether they play the grand final or not, or they just got beat by a better team, who Geelong have been in the top four all year, so it's proven that they were a better team for most of the year. So, um, yeah, I think, and I think you know, it always happens. Like I said last week, that the two teams that lose the top four, the qualifying final, whatever it is, and the two sides who win the elimination final always get pumped up, and the two sides that lose always, or you know. Not sure about these sides, but they finished in the top four for a reason because they're fucking a good side. And Collingwood, like I've said all year, just finished probably where they belonged. Did they, they have a bad year, or did they have things that didn't go their way? Because I, I, I well, believe the former, but I'm, I'm uh, sorry, the, the latter. I think they just they were pretty unlucky with injuries throughout the year, and also, as you say, how much can you trust real form from the whole year? Yeah, well, um, they. Uh, a bit of both, I would imagine. Um, not playing the MCG probably doesn't help them. Uh, but mate, in the end, this year this year means nothing anyway, so it's not a huge loss. Um, mate, they just they probably I reckon they probably finished where they belonged. They weren't good enough to beat the top four sides, and not good enough to just about beat most other sides. But how do you uh, go, Dane? How do so, you, how does the same side, well, primarily the same side? go from only a week earlier playing such a different game of footy? Because, yeah, Geelong came out and they were firing on all cylinders from the beginning and they played a, they played a great game of football. But Collingwood played a great game of footy the week before and it was, you know, coined as Bucks' greatest ever coaching achievement. How do you go from that in, in a week to not even – like, it's like they didn't show up. Like, it was Yeah, well, they were there. I've seen them. Um, <laughs> so, but – it's, How do you go well, from that? Like, what happens? In, what like, happens? Well, it's like when if you drive your car to work every morning, some mornings you might drive a little faster or you might get there and there might be a bit of traffic, so you go a bit slower and you might have to change lanes three times, so it might take an extra 15 minutes. You might be a bit slower. You might be a bit angrier. You might be a bit cranky because there's a bit more fucking traffic or you might run someone over or, you know, just all these kinds of things. So just because you play well one week doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do the exact same thing the week after. You know, a bit like boxing and fight MMA. Lost styles make fights. And the ground was different. Um, and yeah, the boys might have been sore and tired from a huge week. Mentally, I don't think, like, they were mentally shot. That's bullshit because they're playing a final. It's not like they'll, you know, even I personally think that this year has an asterisk on it, but that's not to take anything away from the, the players. They still try their ass off and they still firmly believe it's a final because they're playing it. Like, they went mentally shot. They were fucking playing a final. Like, if that was true, it's just a weak-ass excuse to say that they were mentally tried because they're playing in the most important game of their season. Um, they just got belted by a better side. That's just fucking it. Like, they tried. It's not like they didn't put any effort in, even though it looks like it. Mm. It was just, they were just shit. Um, but... 
you know, does anyone care? Or look at the French Open on the weekend. Who give? A, did anyone give one fuck about the French Open this year? Oh, <laughs> I gave one fuck. I gave a couple of fucks. I'm happy for Nadal yeah, beating Djokovic. Fuck Dylan. But I'm talking and about Dylan. Nadal. I didn't, I didn't know it was on. So the news was. I didn't even know the French Open was on this year. Oh. So wrapped the deal, obviously. So the, like I said, the people who are in it obviously care tremendously, and if you know them, mm. absolutely. But to the wider public, there's so much shit going on. People don't give a fuck about sports at the moment, unless your team's in it, which I completely understand. So I completely understand that Geelong, Port Richmond fans will be excited. But when they lose, I guarantee you, people are just like, oh, well, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know, it was good while it lasted. It's just French Open. Well, I don't know what all the other sports that are going on. Well, racing's, no one cares. Been, racing's been so lucky like that because it actually does work without. Yeah, without it works because it's, it's a TV. It's a TV sort of sport. Mm-hmm. Well, even though this coming up, it's a social, you know, social sport. But um, yeah, they're just it stinks. I'll still watch. Listen, I'm still going to watch the footy. I think if you're going to have a bet this week, I like. I don't know what's the line. What's the value? Um, I probably like Richmond and Richmond and Brisbane, I think. But, but what do I know? I've gone uh, two sides in the grand final, as I told you, so. Yeah, sticking yeah. with it. Yeah, may as well. May as well. Hey, yeah, um, exactly. hey uh, so, mm. but for the big, I just broke apart on Jared Waitley today, which I really liked, and I'm keen for your take on it, was after a loss, you tend to evaluate things better than after a win. Yeah, I, then, well, have you heard the old saying, you either win or you learn? That's what happens. Right. So you can be a bit more brutal and someone's out for a win, you don't... You, you, you uh, well, trust me, I, my, I, my fair share means when we when I walked in, we won right at 40, they're getting fucking new beauty. <laughs> and then can't wait for all these positive clips that have come up of me. And all of a sudden, you look up and you pause and you're like, hmm, I, I don't touch the ball in this clip. What's going to happen here? Then you just fucking ball watching or staring, and the bloke gets out behind you and kicks one of their four goals, and you get your ass chewed out for doing that. And so, well, put one of me 40 up there, you fucking. Um, or where I kick a goal, where I did this, where I did something good. But, uh, but yes, but generally, when you lose, and I guess it's a bit, you might also go a bit hard. You know, like wins might cover up, you know, like say winning cover ups the cracks and that, but. Also, losses can absolutely amplify shit that doesn't need to be amplified. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they can show you a clip and go, mate, like, all I did was, you know, miss a target or, or whatever, you know, something little that doesn't need to be scrutinised in front of everyone or put on the TV, you know. So, it works both ways. But, yes, generally speaking, when you lose, there's a lot more shit that comes out. Generally, because you've played bad. You know, I've never seen a coach walk in and go, you know, boys, they were just better. Fuck it. Let's go out and train him. He's perfect, but he's got your. Do you reckon they should? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they so say that at press conferences, don't they? Like that's the that's yeah, the old yeah. cliche well, line. Oh, we're beaten by a better side tonight. Oh, clearly. And you wait till you get in those reviews and go, boys, they're not that fucking good. Mate, look, look. If we if we clean this, this, and this up, we'll flog those comes next time. It's just it's just what happens. So obviously, it's the media you have to. You can't go saying that stuff because. It's fodder for the media, but um, but yeah, that's that's what happens. Um, they go through and review it, and um, yeah, you come out feeling a lot worse than you did walking in. So with my my work with racing, that we have a thing with flat runs. 
So if you go with Vince Cardi's work, who who's taught me on this stuff, if you go more than 10 lengths above benchmark, which is 10 lengths above average in early part of a race, the horse is probably going to be flat as a shit carter's race. Flat, flat as a shit carter's at next start. So there's a real reason for a flat performance after a big exertion. Do you yeah. think that's the case in footy? Because to me, emotionally at least, and I'm just was never good enough yeah. to play, but emotionally at least you'd think as an observer, Collingwood after such a big emotional win and playing so well, perhaps above themselves, it's just a natural thing to actually come off it a bit. Or do you not believe that? Oh, I don't believe that, but that's I'm not. Oh, that's just in my personal. Be look at the Bulldogs. Look at their wins when they won the flag. Um, they kept winning. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, no, because I think the two hours of game day is where you can actually stop being emotional and thinking about it. So whether you've had some bad shit going on in your life, or you've had a huge win, or whatever it is, some negative press. Once you get out there, that's two hours. If you're thinking about anything else. And that might be the problem. They might be thinking about different things. If you're thinking about anything else apart from how to get the footy next, you're, you're beaten before you get out of there because the ball moves so fast that you have to concentrate all the time on where the next possession is or you know where you're getting the next ball because the ball moves that fast. So no, I don't really subscribe to the theory that it's an emotional letdown. It might be a physical letdown. That if, you, if you're fucking, you can't go. Fair yeah. enough. But mentally, maybe, maybe I just... I'm, I'm, no, I'm mentally not well, but uh, if I'm not, <laughs> I'm well, and I've got some issues. So maybe that's just for me. Like once I get out there, like most players want to get out there. They hate, you know, the training and the, fo- like I hate being, like photo to training, like people watching. Like now, I, now even now, like I hate going for a kick where people can see me. Maybe because I've played and stuff like that, or training or running. But when you get out there with 100,000, it feels like no one's watching you. If you know it in a weird way, because so you can run around and do what you want. Oh, right, just on that, I've had a couple of kicks, um, you know, recently to get out of the house and stuff. Just a PSA for people: if you the weather's nice and you are sitting on a football oval, you're not sitting in a dog park, you're not sitting in a picnic area or a barbecue area, you're not sitting on a hill. You are sitting in a football on a football oval, and a football comes bouncing over towards you accidentally. You have absolutely no right to be pissed off and have a shitty look on your face. <laughs> you're, on, you're on a fucking oval. Well, that's where people train and run and have a kick. That is exactly what it's designed for. If like, It's not, if I, not like you're kicking a footy in a library and just taking hangers over computers and shit where people expect to be quiet and that. Like if you, or you're not, kick, you're not drilling kids in the head at a picnic area, like at a barbecue, like if you're having a kick and are just you're having a shot for goal or something like, there's a gaggle of people just hovering around, which also, if, the, if it's another thing, which is another story, if Dan and his merry men are going to say the only restriction we can have is five to ten people can be outside, has he not been fucking outside? That will come in a month ago, you fucking <laughs> moron. So um, give us something better than that. But... <laughs> I agree, Dane. It's like when you go to the dog park, if you take the dog to the dog park and there's people just sitting there like some baking and reading their book and then your dog who's just come out of the water like runs over and goes to say hello to them and they get pissed off that the dog's like put yeah, sand absolutely. on their towel. Fuck off. You're at a oh, dog park. Well, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, so just a PSA, if you if a footy comes about to buy or 
or you know, someone's doing some running or some laps or training, whatever, or doing some PT or whatever it is, and you get angry because you're having a flute of wine or a champagne or you're reading a book and the ball bounces over and hits you, like, just go right. As long as you pull your hand out, sorry, yeah, mate, right, sorry, and you're not an asshole about it, like the person who's using the footy, just go, sorry, mate, just trying not to happen again, but I'm a shit kick. Um, let it go. Like, you're sitting on an oval. So there's my PSA for everyone who sits on an oval and thinks they own the whole fucking thing. Mm, thank you, That Dan. was outstanding. That's Neil Mitchell-like. <laughs> yes. And well, spread the word, everyone. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm becoming a cranky old man because I've got nothing else to do. So yeah, I might as well... Well, fuck all else to do, <laughs> guys. Fuck all else to do. That's true. Hey, give us a couple more about the pies with uh, Adam Trelaw. That's going to be unique. He has to. Uh, he well, he's uh, his partner um, is uh, uh, is that right? Gold Coast, which is a boy, and she's now yeah, gonna, that. she's now going to live and uh, play play there next year. So up on the Gold Coast is she? Well, yeah. so what's yeah. he going to do? Is they saying he wants to? He's going to move up to. The Gold Coast. Well, they're saying Gold Coast is going to ask a question, but it's every chance yeah. that he's going to he's going to stay with Collingwood, but at least Gold Coast. Yeah. Will ask. And, well, um, they, so they should ask. He's a very good player. So they should ask him if he wants to go up there. Um, we'll take Rao. Done. <laughs> yeah. Very clinical, yeah. Sam, wasn't he there? Oh no, there wasn't even a pause. No emotion in that judgment. Uh, yeah, this is what uh, we want for it. You want this? We'll take this. You could be Jerkin, a Maybe. Do you reckon Bucks will go see you later? Probably. <laughs> Uh, even though he's a very good player, but maybe Rail will be something special. Dan, do you reckon you'd go all right as a um, as a list manager? Do you reckon you'd be quite okay in that role? Listen, Sam, I don't like to pump my own tyres up, but but in this instance, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think I'd be good in any football role yeah. that pays well. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't know I'm why. Just why just get me in there. I'm just thinking about that, yeah, part of the deal to get you to be a list manager somewhere. Would would you maybe? Now, I don't know if Leon Pickering would well, be. Mind you, just quietly, I'm probably the biggest list manager in the AFL. Because? What did you say? Because of the Albion. I put more <laughs> fucking AFL players on that list than you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so, I'm saying. Mind you, I've missed, I, tell you, I haven't missed those Saturday nights, so I get a phone call. Well, I haven't been there, but I'm getting phone calls all hours. <laughs> I haven't seen me to put on the list. But, uh, yeah, but I probably am the AFL's biggest list manager. <laughs> Um, would part of the deal to get you to become a list manager would be very, very short meetings? Well, we wouldn't have many, mate. No. Uh, <laughs> it's a very simple game, mate. I don't know, I, well, if I'm the list manager, um, oh, well, I guess I wouldn't be in those meetings, so it wouldn't bother me. Um, I'd have all my minions doing the work and I'd just be the, front, be the head, head honcho. Mm. So we're sort of building, building a CV here for you because you're probably going to take over while you're doing the injury reports. Well, I'm waiting for that day. Don't worry about that. What do you think is the yep. most appropriate role for you, Dame, within the NFL club? Like, like honestly. Good question. Um. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Full pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that up there. Uh, no, listen, I think I'd be good at welfare. Welfare, yeah. <laughs> um, mate, no, seriously, oh, let, let's know. make this an ad for you here, Dane. Like, I'm, honestly. I'm like, being serious. I'm being serious. There's a lot that you can contribute I, to this game, I feel. So what would be the most I think I would be good role? at welfare, welfare and player relations because I've done it all. I know then you can't bullshit a bullshitter. So I'd obviously, I'd obviously have to pull my own head in a bit, but I think I'd be great at that. I think people, boys would talk to me because I know I'm not a snitch or a rat and I wouldn't go ratting to the coaches like I know many people at, at clubs I've been involved in have. So I would keep it secretive. Um, uh, maybe... True, sorry, but is it true that a really smart coach who may have coached you and coached someone else thought it'd be a good idea to bring across a bike from Perth for exactly that reason as a player? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well... So no, who knows what? Who knows? Well, they at the moment they're fucking firing people, so there's no chance of getting hired. But um, mate, we'll just plug along. Um, and mate, opportunities there. I'm very surprised I haven't been offered a job as a midfield coach or um, what else? A chef. Chef. <laughs> I can ask you one more. Jordan Play a liaison. Jordan Dugowie about the the big money he's being offered elsewhere to go. What's your view on not just him, but about real match winners? Because you said a few weeks ago when when they when coaches start talking about soldier in, soldier out, and then when you get a match winner in like him or when Joe Daniels yeah. turned it on, there, there is a massive difference, isn't there? Absolutely. Like yeah, one you know next man up, whatever. That's all fine and good to tell you to tell your squad and tell your your supporters and tell the media, but you know it's not like a next man up. Next man up cannot clearly do the job as well as. A Jordan Ngoi or a Dustin Martin or a Scott Penn, you know, the big guns. If you, if it's just the twenty second player on the list who's got injured, well, absolutely, well, it is next man up. But you know, the four or five big guns on each team clearly cannot be replaced. Now, money wise, I've got no idea what he's asking for, but um, yeah, look how long it's taken Petrarca to get going. Um, yeah. Dusty was good from the start, but he wasn't. The Dustin Martin we know from like six, seven, eight years. I don't know how long Geordie's been there, but um, it's a tough year for everyone. So you put a cross through this year, but the games he's played, um, when he's kicked goals, he's been super important. <clears throat> and you need players like because it takes the opposition, um, you know, they have to prepare for him, they have to plan for him. So it means the best, you know, the best defender goes to him. So it means other people get off the chain. So it's not just all about actually kicking goals and stats about what he does for the team. Um, I'd be very surprised if you don't sign him unless he's just completely, I want, I'm going to the highest bidder. And if that's not Collingwood, fuck it as well then. He's absolutely entitled to do that. 
Um, but you would have gone through a stage where you knew you could get more money elsewhere. What's what's that sort of equation? Uh, I think you, I think you always get. I think it's well known you have to get leave a club. Um, you, have, you get paid overs if you're going to leave, and I'm sure I've said it on here. Like to leave one of the big four clubs is very very hard to do, unless the money, unless the wage gap is huge because the networking. If you want to be a media star or you want to be in the media or you want to have a huge, you want to have a big profile, being at a club, you know, a, not a shit club, but a club with not as much supporter base, they don't get written about as much. And it's saying that if you fuck up, you're not going to be on the front page. But um, when you are doing well, you're not going to be on the front page. So to leave a big club like Collingwood, you know, Carlton Essendon, to a, to a certain degree, now everyone's jumping ship at Essendon. Um, because they're fucked, but they will bounce back in some stage because they're a big club. Richmond, maybe Hawthorne. It's very, very hard to leave those clubs because you play in front of 80,000 every week. You have amazing supporter base. Um, going to a club playing in front of 30,000 would be like going to playing this year, which I guess they may be used to it now. So um might be all right, but I, I think oh, I can't say why Georgia leave unless it's purely just a money grab. And if it is, like, good. Like, that's good on him if that's what he wants to do because in any job in any world, in, I don't know how many worlds there are, they, but in any profession, if you left, if someone, if your opposition was offering you a 30% raise for five years, which person wouldn't take it? Like, yeah. It's just stupid. So people can, and I'll be upset. Oh, I guess I won't, I won't be upset. I won't cry, but I'll be like, oh, fuck, that's a shame. If he leaves, and I wish him all the best. But um, I think that they'll get the job done. He's he's means a lot to him. They've done a lot for him. But if he leaves, the fucking no hard feelings. Good on him. We'll just pay someone else. Yep. Sam, are you negotiating elsewhere? Am I negotiating elsewhere? Yeah. You doing a bit of work, Sam? We this week. (laughs) I have been doing a little bit of secret squirrel work, Dane, yes, um, but I can't talk about it because it's secret squirrel work. Well, we look forward to a report later. We will Sometimes, have a report okay. later very shortly. Um, if Uncle Dan opens um, some restrictions and lets the good people of Victoria go back to work and earn some money and kickstart this economy again, we will be able to tell you all about it. I have um, upskilled oh, again over the weekend. I wouldn't though. hold me breath, Sam. No, um, but, I, but I have upskilled. We've we got lots of- Oh, go Oh, I, I upskilled, and, and this may be uh, where you're going, Ralph, with this. But um, again, it's another week of forgetting who Dane Swan is until I get out into the public. I um, over the last couple of weeks, shall we say, I've done a couple of tickets, so I can work on the roads, Ralph. And um, I'm now an officially a lollipop lady, a a, a, a stop Hi. slow bat lady. Yes, which is. Wonderful during some of the days That's off. It's not in Urban Dictionary, Dane. Don't look it up. No. Back on the pole. Back. I am I am on the pole for the first time. And it was quite interesting Lovely. to oh, stand around and don't listen. Don't get to addicted it. to it. Don't, <laughs> don't get addicted to it. You know, no. um, how have you found it? It was um, long days. They work hard, the lads out there. Tradies, good morning to all you tradies. I was actually um, looking at our numbers and we kind of tend to spike at about 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. So I'm gathering that's when the tradies are... Really? Kicking oh, off on the tools, oh, good stuff. but it was, but your name got um, thrown what, around a few doing, times. My name? Were you doing the stop go? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, stop slow bat. Yeah, but I was mainly doing pedestrians. 
Um, okay. Not roads as yet. I just I've got one more ticket that I need to get to upskill. Okay. Well, <laughs> you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it, but I literally can't escape you at the moment, whether it's on Facebook or literally I genuinely had not said anything to these people. I was just this girl with the, her high-vis on and a mask on just standing around and listening to the <laughs> lads have a yarn about Dane Swan and how he likes to party at the Albion and how they miss it. Well, I don't fucking go there to play chess, Sam, let me tell you. Do you know what a 15th <laughs> is? A what? A 15th. Uh, a fifteenth. Yes. So no, I don't. So these people, having no idea who I was, were telling me this story about how they went out and had a grand old time at um, another establishment that wasn't the Albion. So we won't mention the name of it. Yeah, we won't mention good work. Good work. Yep. Yeah, no. Um, I think they'd seen you at the Albion, then they'd kicked on to somewhere else and seen you and a good friend of yours. Who, Must have been late if they'd kicked on somewhere else. I believe it was uh, quite early. Yes, and they <laughs> they yeah. were showing me a video of you explaining to them what a 15th was. And I was standing there shaking my head in disbelief being like, if only these people knew. Can you tell me what it is? Well, I watched the video, Dane, and and you were slightly incoherent and not doing a great job at explaining it to yourself. You were saying something like there's a smidge and then there's a 15th. And this was a genuine conversation you were having with a group of about six people. I I genuinely can't remember it. I was obviously why. You are obviously having a good know, time. I'm, to, I'm pretty good at making shit up off the top of my head. So, but listen, you know, if you tell me what it is, I might remember it. Well, I can't remember what I had for dinner yesterday, like you know, just a couple of days ago. So my memory is fucking not great, especially when it's early hours of the Albion. So, yeah. Sam, you, um, you know what this is? What this is it? one thing. I can't go There anywhere. is no off switch when you're a man of the people. This is so very true. That's what it is. So very true. So shout out to all the tradies out there who are keeping our, yeah, our roads okay. going Thanks, through, through ISO. And thank you for the great morning coffee chat about my mate, Dane mm. Swan, who he has no idea. I'll send you the video. Right on. Yeah, keeping business. Our people have asked some questions. Speaking of our people, thank you to our people who have bought our merch, mm. particularly Sam and Sam and yeah. I. We, we had to carry the load. Oh, we do really some, did. Do some signing. It's about fucking time, too, just quietly. And Ralph rode here on his bike. I think, what did we work out what it was? 4.3 k's? He was right on the edge. 4.3 k's, yes, exactly. We're big, edgy, sorry. Well, well, yeah, absolutely. Near five, not quite five. Well, when do you think, when when will this podcast be allowed to be done in person? Or is that, you reckon, fucking Um, months away? After Dan lets Sam play golf. (laughs) No, so never. Human, not Samantha. Um, anyway, sorry, Ralph, last question. Sorry, Sam. While we're thanking um, supporters uh, who's bought our shit merch, thank you to you. But I've, I also wanted to give a shout out to another four people. Some I'm not of thanking you, them. Oh well, you will in a minute, Dane, because they're paying your bills. There's a supporter function now that we're with the lovely people at Acast, and you can click on the supporter function and donate anything. Right, like you can donate like a dollar if you want to. Um, and I clicked on there. I, I admittedly hadn't been on because I didn't think that anyone would donate to our shit show, but they have done. So I'm going to give a couple of shout-outs. You can down – what have you – Okay. He's got his fucking magpie there. Sean the Sheep. Thank you, Sean, for your donation. We appreciate Sean, you. Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. That's it. You can put him whatever name you want when you donate, Dane. Oh, okay. You, you can, well, if, thanks, he wants, Sean. if he wants to identify as a sheep, let him. He can. Thank you to Sean exactly. the Sheep. Thank you to Glenn Jay, who has gone to the supporter function and supported this fantastic podcast. Thank you very I much. I thought you were talking about like there's an actual like supporter function, like where 
people are actually <laughs> getting together, you know, like a you don't have function. To this one, Swanny. It's just, you know, it's just, just a button. Button. foundation. It's a button you it's my press. Kind of function. It's right up my alley. <laughs> It's a button that says support this podcast and you click on uh-huh. it and you can donate money. Um, a huge, a huge, huge thank you very much to Slick Rick, whoever you are, Slick Rick. Um, great podcast, guys. He is very impressed um, with our work so far. Um, and this last guy, I want to say a, a, a thank you to, and there's a little note here to you as well. Thanks to you, Swanee. My nickname is now Dutch. My last name is Rutter, so fuck me. <laughs> Well, well, you're welcome. So, yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> so thank so you to our four supporters. People's faces. Yes. So our people and have asked some questions from James. And frowns to quite a few as well. From James, uh, what's the most dreaded household activities chore you're asked to do by your companion? Uh, yeah, well, mop, mopping, just I just get stuck. So it's like it's an all-day thing because I get stuck till it dries. Um, but I actually don't mind that because like I just put my headphones in and like just go about my business like shit what the stuff that I that I don't like um like making the bed I can't I can't really? I can't no you know it's probably what I can't get the doona cover on the doona it's like it's like an algorithm I can't fucking crack it's really I don't know how to, to do it, it. I have to like crawl into the doona, <laughs> into the doona cover with me doona, and then like throw it into throw it into the corners, and then try and sneak out. But it's 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 beyond my um, ability to. Yeah, you know, it's an algorithm I can't figure out, and then always I'll finally do it, and like all the doona will be in one side of the doona, and it's just you know I think she tells me so I'm, I'll do I do that one on purpose to fuck it up, but that's one I don't do on purpose. There's, there's quite a few that I do, so, so she would do it. Um, think, uh, my doona cover's got clips in the corners, one. Dane, so it doesn't slip inside. Uh, my doona cover uh, has one more time for the people. Yeah, <laughs> my doona cover has clips in each four corners on the inside, so you clip your doona inside the cover so that it doesn't slip. You need to get one of those. I, I, think. Can't, I can't tell if that's the worst invention ever or the best invention ever. <laughs> what do you mean? It's fucking genius. Then your, your doona doesn't move within the cover and you. Not what did you did you did you buy it and then stick it in there or was no, did it come, it comes, with the doona? It comes with these little clips inside. It's part of the doona cover. But is it? So yeah, so it's part of the doona. Like it's an add-on. It's like it comes with the doona. No, it actually comes with the doona cover. Yeah, with the cover. Where are you getting your doonas from? Where on earth do you buy a doona like that? From a haberdashery store, I'd say. <laughs> I no, like, I think, well, I can't tell. What? From a haberdashery store. Why are you so bamboozled by this? Is this not the best thing? Wouldn't this not help you? Well, uh, I don't know, I like the princess and the pea a bit. Like, I think the clips would annoy me, like, when I roll around and stuff. Oh, uh, you don't feel like, them. They're could, only could, this big. I can't see you. You're a tennis ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, hang on one second. Let's just clarify. Have you ever worn um, braces, Dane, on your pants? You know the little clips that go on your braces? Samantha. <laughs> Come on. Not even. What about um, KP's butt? Never think who you're asking. I've, I've, the only braces I've worn are on my teeth. <laughs> Did you not? Um, who would have worn them 
Surely. Well, anyway, for anyone listening at home, the little clips that go on the end of your braces, that's what clips the Duna cover to the Duna. Oh, yeah, I think the small. princess and the pea. Well, listen, listen, I'm not knocking it. It might be the greatest invention of all time. But oh, I'm to spit on this fucking clip. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll send well, you a picture. Seinfeld episode. <laughs> From Gaff, is it socially acceptable for males to drink cruises when at pubs or nightclubs? No, absolutely not. Uh yeah, uh, def- definitely after the after the pub and club, definitely. Um, but the next day, definitely, because it's the only thing that really tastes nice. Or you can neck him, put him in a beer bong, a lot easier than most things. Um, but no, not not a grown man. A lot of 18, 19-year-olds do it. Um, but it's certainly not acceptable to be drinking, what are, the, uh, what are they called? Vodka Cruise and that at a nightclub, no. Um, definitely the kick on, yes, but it's but a hard no. no. In my opinion, no, that's no. A, hard, hard no. no. Uh, Everest tip, Ralphie. Nature strip or classic legend? Nature strip or lead? Classic legend will be running home hard, so that'll do me. Um, from Stiggin, Dane to name and shame the Collingwood Craft Beer Crew. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. What's it, it's someone from Collingwood making craft beer? If they are. They can all get fucked. They haven't sent me any, <laughs> and um, I would review it, but they're probably afraid of it. But I actually don't know what he's talking about. So if you are listening, and you do make the Collingwood Craft Brew, and you want me to test it or to have some, send it to me. From Abby, thoughts on why Steve always in Jason Stevenson is out of form. Hub life getting to him. Do you think the club will trade him? Uh, yeah. Well, some well, something's getting to him. He just looked like. He fumbled in that all the time. He just didn't look like he was. He's not confident. Confidence is the hardest thing in the world to get. And it's the best thing in the world when you got it. Just didn't look like he had any. He fumbled and just hasn't looked like himself all year. Now whether that's hub life or he's got other issues going on or he's just hasn't developed because a lot of um, you know kids come in and you're saying they're great and they just don't develop. Like I was a late developer, so I got better every single year. He just might be those might be one of those ones who hasn't got any better and people are going past him, but I'm backing him in to have a good year. I think he's super talented. He's a, he's a good kid. Um, I spent a little bit of time with him. I've spent a little bit of time. I've met him a few times. He's a good kid. Do they trade him? Well, it depends what his currency is like and what they're after. We've got a lot of mid, medium size like him, but I'd stick with him one more year, give him a year contract, and then if not, Maybe try and get him out if they want to key forward, put him as part of a package. Maybe, well, I don't know. From Liam, ha- uh, Sam, where's the Harry Potter movie ranking? Oh, I can do that for sure. Next week. What else? Jesus, Sam. Lift. Lift. Dane can't do everything, you know. I know, oh, but no. I didn't even think of it as a list, but it is a fucking fantastic one. I'll get to it for sure. One that won't be happening on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, how about you watch all of the movies? Through, from now till next week, and I'll give the list, and you can critique my list, which is what you usually do. I won't be having so. you. Or you can give the list, but I won't be watching any of those movies. <laughs> I sat through one. I watched the whole movie. I had no idea what I was watching. What it just mean? meant nothing they're to me whatsoever. Actually, before you get going, um, I want the Bachelorette. What are you thinking? I know you're used to my used to my Bachelorette. Bachelor. Oh, is it any good? It was hard to watch. It I heard the ratings, Sam. Where that, it was so sure. cringeworthy. I was sitting there with my housemate and saying, this is exactly why I couldn't go on this show because 
Oh, it's so cringe. Like, do they? Do the girls really sit there and go, like, when they clap and go, oh, that was so great, that was wonderful, that has to be acting, right? Because if but some who, of the... Who, was the cringe really on, what, on behalf of one of the two girls or oh, the guys the or guys. just a mixture? Like, literally, if some of the guys... Yeah. If I was the bachelorette and someone walked up towards me on the red, car, red carpet doing some of the things these guys did, I'd be like, nah, get out. Honestly, is this a joke? Some of them, was, it was so hard well, to watch. It was so cringeworthy. Would you agree, Ralph? It was awkward yeah, as fuck. A joke. It was so and, awkward. And, like, don't and, uh, do that. Someone Dana and I used to work with called um, uh, sort of Freddie McSpire used to have a saying which was, if a fart's funny, it doesn't mean you need to shit on the carpet. Yes. And, and I think there's a bit of shitting on the carpet happening here where, yes. where people are trying too hard to try too hard, if you know what oh, I mean. Like, so uh, hard. It's, yeah, it's trying trying to become famous after the bachelor, bachelorette. Yeah. Not and, and like, instead of coming in and just being natural, just being normal. Oh, I reckon actually with a bachelor as opposed to bachelorette, a lot of the girls were just naturally. It, they might have been naturally cringeworthy, naturally bogan. Didn't, didn't matter, but they were actually playing it up a little bit. But mm, what, ma- what makes those shows uh, real people just being themselves, not trying to put on an act when let's face and it, guys. It, and yeah. guys are dickheads. We all are. Absolutely. Just there's be dickheads. Don't try to be dickheads. Be yourself. Exactly. There's a difference yeah. between the boys being the boys and the boys trying to put on a fucking show and, like, peacocking around the place. Like, there is nothing more yeah. unattractive than peacocking. Ugh. From Mick, do you think these politicians' phone records discovered a few Dutch runner images? <laughs> uh, you know, well, that'd, that'd fucking go up in my mate, They'd go up, in my opinion, if that was right. Yeah, oh, mate. Next down, they're going to be saying that Dyrak wasn't in the car. That's how that's how big their lives are going. From Brenton, what's harder, making it from Friday to Mad Monday or first week of preseason? No, I've, I've always consistently said the hardest thing to do in football is to make it if you lose on a Friday to get from Friday to, to have a full Mad Monday. It's the hardest thing to do in football. It's very rarely done. Sort of, um, but and first week of preseason, it sucks. It hurts. And all you do is train and sleep, but you don't have you don't have your body um, shut down like it does after going from Friday to Monday night. Um, yeah, but, and, and, and yeah, and the older you get, you know, preseason week one was a bit easy. You know, everyone's got anxiety about the time trial. That was really the hardest part, um, and it was that's just all anxiety like the night before and that you don't want to and skin folds. But once that's gone. It gives a fuck. You actually get eased into it a bit. It's probably like week three, four, and five, the week before Christmas, where you get fucking hammered, which, you know, where you're doing like 16K sessions with all kinds of cross training inside and weights, and that's when you start to get peppered. From Bradley, Swanee, when are you taking over as a midfield coach of the Pies? We need you. Well, well, hey, I haven't changed my phone number in that long. I'm still waiting. Um, well, whatever, whatever they'd like. Do you reckon we could get From Ed Dave. on this podcast? What do you reckon? What's that? Do you reckon Ed would come on this podcast? Because I'll ask him straight up. I'll say, hey, I've got a friend who um, would be really great oh. for a few jobs at your club. What do you reckon? He keeps telling me I'm whenever I want. Well, Ed, I want, so get me one. <laughs> <laughs> From Dayar, Dayar, has Dane had any meat-free sausage rolls lately? Uh, no, but a part of my Miss work, she went and tried. Um, actually, I don't know. If we talked about this. Well, we had we got a, we went and got the meat free pie from um, 
Seven Eleven up the road. So yeah. I had I I stuck my finger in that. Um, well, and it was yeah, it was off. It had whiskers on it. I don't know. Like, and I guess I have this argument with my best all the time. I said, well, why if they don't want to eat meat? Why would you go and eat a fucking meat-free pie? Just go and eat a piece of celery. Like, why do you have to try and copy meat if you don't like it? Like, why do you have to? Why do you have to eat a meat-free pie? Like, I don't understand. If you don't want to eat meat, that's completely fine. A lot of people do. Just why do you want to go eat a, a sausage roll? That's I don't know. Baffles the mind. But um, she tells me, and she makes valid points, but I've forgotten them, so I can't really <laughs> give them to you. Um, we lost the soldier, Candace White, our vegetarian too. So yeah, I'm going to get her on the pod. Is she? I thought she said she was going to just to make some more lifestyle like choices, like oh. eat, eat a bit more consciously. I thought that's how I read it. Well, I think it's me. If, if she's gone, if she's gone, better. She's not welcome back. Yeah, right. That's a breezy good one. So, for two more from uh, Megs. How's the pub going, Swatty, during the COVID lockdown? Uh, pub's going grouse, mate. It's fucking pumping. <laughs> uh, now the pub's fucked, isn't it? Really, every pub is fucked. Um, yeah, and we're not. We're not a pub that's going to be open, going to open when there's 20 people because there's just absolutely no point. So we're going to, we'll be the last of Melbourne to open, like the big. So, mate, if these two fucking morons don't give us something at some stage, uh, it's going to be a very long time. It's certainly not before Christmas, put it that way, mm-hmm. uh, before the new year. I think a couple of months ago, we'll hopefully think about New Year's Eve. Yeah. But, but, um, that's, that's fucked as well, you would imagine, unless his advisors tell him that this is the best they're going to get. Like, everyone's been screaming at him for the last fucking three months that he's not going to get it down to zero. But, um, yeah, no, the pubs will survive. It just it was going to be a long way back. From Jay Dozy, oh, I forgot I did this. Another one of Ralph's dirty, Ralph's dirty work getting the job done on Saturday. I forgot that I tipped dirty work on this pod. There's a horse to follow. Yeah, you're on fire. Yeah, well, give us... Um, you got one more for us? Well, I said I, I said about the Sydney horses, uh, the, the Ole Kirk, we cheered him. Um, internationals in the Caulfield Cup, so I'm sticking with that. And in the uh, I've done all yeah, that. Give me a couple of international. Give a couple of people who aren't in tune with the races, or a couple of names. No, like if, if, if you're a lady, pardon. I promise you, I haven't done the form, but what I'm saying is that the Australian stayers aren't much good, so it'll probably be one of the internationals. I'm going to be doing the form over the next couple of days. And but how many how many internationals will be in the Caulfield Cup? I think there's three or four. There'll be enough to keep on tight. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm not overly impressed. Master of Wine is the best local. There you go. Master yeah. of Wine is the best local. Um, and uh, I mentioned the Everest about nature strip and classic. Uh, and uh, very responsibly and on Sportsbet, of course. <laughs> there it is. Um, have we got a joke? I've got a list if you want one to finish with. Oh, I don't have a joke. Give us a list. Oh, uh, Sam's got a joke. No. You got a joke, Sam? My joke was a joke last week. Right. So, because it's Friday night, I'm doing my form, and out comes this movie. So I'm going to punch this through because 10 old movies that it doesn't matter if you've seen before. So you know what yeah. I mean? doesn't yeah. matter how many times you watch them, you're happy to watch them again. Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched The Gentleman the other night for the second time. That was great. Was great. There you go. Perfect example. So, but these are these are all minimum twenty years old in reverse order because this was the one that first came up. The Big Lebowski. Just give me a yes or no. Well, you've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, I've heard, yes. Rate it. Uh, it? Yeah, rate it. I wouldn't. If it was on the telly, I wouldn't cancel my plans to go and watch it though. But <laughs> school one, Mister Saturday Night with Billy Crystal. Have you seen it? Never heard of it. No. Get it. Eight. Animal House. Never heard of it. 
Yeah, I don't mind it. But like, once again, I'm not um, I'm fucking going out of my way to watch it again. Seven Caddyshack? Yeah, yeah great show. I'd, I'd put that on again. Is Six it... The Blues Brothers? Uh, yeah, I've seen it, but can't remember it. Sam? I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm showing my age Five. here. Who? Five, the only Aussie in the makes of the top ten, The Castle. Oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, That's That was my day at work yesterday. I was like, Dale dug a hole. Yeah. Hey, one person who doesn't find it funny is me, Mrs. She has no idea how we really? enjoy that show. Yeah, well, she's American. Oh, and they don't, have, they don't have great sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Flying High. Uh, I'm not sure. No. What's that? Who's that? that? Oh, it's a, a piss take about uh, the whole catching a plane. No, it doesn't ring a bell. It's, it's old. But it, it, you can't. Oh, fuck. Oh, I figured that, Ralph. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. Number three, Blazing Saddles. What? You seen it? You seen, seen that one, Sam? No. <laughs> oh, this is great. It, it sounds Number like. Number two, Goodfellas. Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Number one, Life of Brian. That's sort of comedy. Monty Python, yeah. So, yeah, so you can say how shit it is, but that's my list. So that's where we're done. Fantastic. All right, great, great way to finish, guys. Terrific. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll have Go a Harry Potter list off. for next week to rival that one, Ralph. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.